What is good, everyone? This is your host, Deanna Radulescu with Label Free Podcast. To live your best life, you must live label free. I'm super excited. I'm really ready for this conversation. It's going to be so powerful and dynamic, so you have to stay tuned. My next guest is a leadership communication expert, a storyteller, co-founder and president of Kinetic Communications. Please welcome Robert Kennedy III. Robert, what do you got for us today? Listen, when I speak on stages, I like energy. I have an intro that comes in and I view podcasts as a stage as well. So how about we do it this way? I bring in my music, my energy. Let's roll. Come on. We're on the label free podcast, y'all. Here we are. Woo! Yeah. Everybody start dancing. Let's go. Yeah. Deanna, how you doing? I'm good, Robert. I am good. I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. I really like some of the things that you your focus is all about because it aligns with what my message is for the podcast. So I guess, you know, I'm gonna let you tell the audience a little bit about your background, wherever you want to start, you lead, I will follow. Whoa, so that's a big question because I've got a very, very long and sorted background. No, it's not that long. Um, it is, I, I was a teacher for 10 years. I, while I was teaching, I started a business. I had two businesses while I was teaching. And part of the story is that 10 days after I made a big move with my family, I lost one of my jobs or I lost my job. And so I started a business based on that. So it's we're we're about 10 years in right now. I've been in business a little bit longer than that. And yeah, my first time full time, 100 percent in business was about 2009. And it's been a journey since then. It's been a fantastic journey. I love that. And so that had to be scary at first, losing your job. But it probably was a (laughs) blessing in disguise, though, no? It was, it's, yes, it's both. It's all of the above. Well, it wasn't only scary because it was sudden. It was scary because I had three kids under the age of five at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I moved my family or we moved our family from Massachusetts to, to Maryland and then, and this layoff happened 10 days after that move. And so I've got three kids under the age of five. They've got to get into school. Um, You know, all, all of these things happening. I'm, putting out resumes on monster and indeed and simply hired and I'm not getting any responses and I didn't get any responses, no interviews for like three or four months. And so I had to figure some stuff out. I have to contribute to my household, right? I got to be a part of this. So, um, that's, that's where my first business started or my first full-time 100% business started. And so what did that look like in the beginning? Okay. So you have, we're still looking for jobs, but you're having to put energy into building this business because you have to make something work. Right. Yeah. And so what did that journey look like for you to getting it to a place to where, I mean, did it, how long did it take for it to start producing income and, you Mm -hmm. know, where you were able to live off of it, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Well, well, the, the, the nut, nuts and bolts of it were was I, I from about July until November was looking. Okay. And in the meantime, I had been getting myself up to speed in another area, instructional design. And so in about November, I got a gig creating an online course for a university, a professor from an online university or from a university uh, found me online we connected and I built a course. Then after that, they hired me to build another. Then after that, they hired me to build a third and and a fourth. 
And after that third or fourth, I was like, hmm, there's something to this. So I started to find other forums and started to find other freelance gigs, building online courses. And after doing that for about, you know, a few months, I said, wait a minute, this can actually make a few bucks. Right? Oh, so yeah. I did the official thing. I registered the company, started a company, started freelancing, started contracting with, with organizations. And then, you know, after a few, after a couple of years, started to utilize other contractors to help build some of the courses for some of the larger contracts that we were getting. So it was, it was, it was, uh, it was a faith move in some ways. Yeah. It was, it was crazy. It was just this, this up and down journey that was scary, but also exhilarating and thrilling at the same time. I can relate to that. I mean, and so just to comment on the online courses, that's a huge business these days. Huge. Yeah. Well, we don't do that so much anymore. I've transitioned from that space, but that was really the start of, of the business. So what happened was I was building these courses and after a while, companies said to, to us, Hey, can you not just build the courses? Can you teach us how to do it? And so yeah. I started teaching companies how to do that. And what occurred to me partway through this was, wait a minute, we're not just telling them how to build courses. We're not just teaching them how to use software and specific techniques. What we're ultimately doing is helping them figure out how to communicate these ideas most effectively to their teams and their employees. And so as I started to lean into that a little bit, we started to get requests for, hey, can you not just build this? Can you do some leadership training for us? Yeah. Can you do some, you know, compliance stuff? Can you do some customer service training for us? Can and you know, when you're early in business, sometimes people ask questions, can you do this? And you're like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> for sure, so, you'll find a so, way, damn it. <laughs> yes, exactly. So that led to just a lot of different training types and opportunities. And then after a bit, that really trans transitioned into us focusing, wait a minute, we like the communication end of this. Yeah. I love helping um, companies know about how to tell stories, how to, how to transition from just data and charts to business storytelling. And so that's really where we, we combined all this stuff, leadership communication, how leaders can present themselves uh, with, with presence and with power and with confidence and credibility, really helping organizational leaders to do that. And that's, you know, we, we've gone through this, this journey of fine tuning what, what we do and, and the area that we stand in. And I love that. So I really kind of aligns with what you like to what your, you know, your focus is in is like, owning your story. And I think how important is it today for not only personal brands, but large organizations to, to tell a correct business story and communicate that properly, because everything is so social media driven these days, that having that story very fine tuned and, you know, focus is probably is very important to a brand. Yeah, well, stories connect us. I mean, right. ultimately, yeah. at the end of the day, people make decisions based on emotion. Right. They don't make decisions. Apples can compare to apples. They don't make decisions on just the data alone. If I go to a car dealership and the dealer is like, hey, there are these two cars on the on the showroom floor. Both of them have identical engines. Both of them have identical packages internal. The rims are the same. Everything's the same on the cars. The only difference between them is that there's a shiny blue one. And this other one has a green hood, orange doors, purple hood, um, you know, yeah. Which what's going to cause me to make a decision? I'm going to make a decision based on which one I feel better about, which one I like better. Yeah. So these days on social media, 
on in the internet, there's just so many different options, so many different things, so much information that's being chucked at people. So people are ultimately looking for something that they vibe with, something that they connect with. And how do you create that connection? You create it through, first of all, getting their attention. Yeah. And then sharing with them a story or something that connects to an emotion or an experience that they either want to have or don't want to have anymore or wish they could have. That's true. I mean, I'm like one of those shoppers. I'm I'm like that that consumer that I have to feel moved by the product. You know, I see the product in many different places, but there is a way that this, you know, um, company is, is presenting it to me that I like better. You know, so it, it is. It makes a huge difference. And so, what does that look like for like? So, what kind of companies do you work with? We work with um, small to mid-sized companies, okay. typically. Uh, there are two sides of our company. One side of it really just deals with corporate training, and the other side of it deals with small business owners, uh, one to five employees who really want to be able to get their stories on stage or on video, getting it online. We help those people structure and and gain the confidence to do that. So um, on the corporate side of things, a lot of what we do is keynotes and workshops and those are typically um, there's not really one specific industry, although this year, one of the things that we're focusing more on is the real estate industry. Oh, but okay. overall, um, it's it's a lot of different industries, the learning and development horizontal of industries and really helping them to figure out how they can get their managers, how they can get their mid-level leaders, as well as some of their lower level executives to communicate well because they want to be able to move people to action hey dad how you been what's going on well uh not too much spring cleaning time well did you weed whack did you get the carpets clean because i know i know mom's all about that so i I, want to make sure you're ready to go well yeah um i got the gutters clean that's about it that's it well when i said weed whack and all that in the carpet i kind of meant like the landscape 4.0 it's a little more personal i understand yeah it's awesome tried this? I have tried it and it works wonders. It really oh, does. Yeah. Okay. This is pretty cool. And uh, see it comes with uh, with an LED light and I, I understand it's waterproof. It is waterproof. It works well. I tried it. You know, I mean, uh, it's a good product. It's a great product. I've tried other ones and they're just so noisy and and it's it, they don't uh, they don't cut very well. Wow. That, that's really good, Mike. Where do we get this? Well, you know, you can get it at manscape.com uh, and while you're at manscaped.com, you know that we got a code so we get cheaper. Really? Yeah. What, what kind of a discount can we get? We can get it at label free 20 and it gives you 20% off the product and it gives us free shipping. And uh, you know, I've tried some of the other products there because they got these all new Premier products. Um, like this here, it's for your, it's a deodorant. Now is it for underarm or other places or? Made it, you know, I tried, but it's for the underarm. Okay. That's, that's, that's where it's at. And you can also get it at uh, manscaped.com. Same code. We're using the code again. Label free 20. Label free 20. Free shipping. shipping. How can you go wrong with that, right? Wonderful. Why are you focused specifically on real estate more this year? Well, um, so two things. Number one, I was a real estate agent for six years. Okay, there you go. When I lived in Massachusetts, I was a real estate agent. I was a teacher at the time, but I I, I loved the the industry of, of real estate. Um, when we moved to Maryland, I decided not to get my real estate license okay. again, because the 
the process to do that was a little bit more rigorous. And I just, you know, didn't feel like I had the, had the time to do that. Sure. Now, here's the deal. Uh, 14 years later, <laughs> I decided at the end of 2021 to go back and get my real estate license in the state of Maryland. And so right. one of the things that I have found is that real estate agents kind of have this a traditional way of selling themselves. It's kind of like, oh, it's the market. It's the house. I tell you about the house you buy yeah. and that's it. <laughs> right. Yeah. But one of the things that's amazing is that we've got to get back to the thing that connects us to people. What's the story? What is the emotion? What is the actual need? Do people just just want a house or do they want a home? Do they yeah. want a place that is just kind of on a street or do they want a place that connects to memories and experiences, right? So there's this great story. There's a website and I want people to look it up if they can. It's called significantobjects.com. And the baseline behind that, uh, that website is there's these two guys, Rob Walker and Joshua Glenn, they went to some um, yard sales and they were testing something out. They went to some yard sales and they bought a bunch of items that were like no more than a dollar, a dollar fifty. And they bought about $200 worth of these items. What they did was they hired or they got a lot of their friends who were authors or journalists and they said, listen, we're going to put all of these items on eBay. And some of them was like, was like little plastic figurines, yeah. just like little random things. And they said, we're going to put these items on eBay and we're going to sell them. And what we want you to do is write a story about each of these items. Right? So they spent $200 on these items. Right. And because they had stories behind them, they ended up making more than $8,000. Get out of here. On eBay. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great example. That's a great test pilot right there. Yeah. I yeah. love so, that. So, so, I mean, storytelling people are, people are drawn to things when there is a story behind it, Yeah. when there is an experience or a meaning or an emotion behind it. I mean, sometimes people buy houses simply because not because they need it or because it was the house that that was in their heart or in their mind or if it was their dream house it was like oh my gosh there's a great story behind this house yeah there's a great story behind the counter in in the kitchen there was something that the the original owner hid in the walls Ooh, oh my gosh yeah. <laughs> let's go check that out right yeah so you know so those are some of the reasons behind um our our focus in the real estate space how helping agents helping um people who need to be able to sell in that way to create connection. And especially in this age of video, how do you do that most effectively? Yeah. And so my other question was, you know, talking about getting leaders to propel people into action. Where does that uh, telling the story um, come into play with good, creating good leadership or powerful leadership? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, Ultimately, when a leader is doing something, one of the responsibilities of leaders is to motivate, right? Yeah. And when we think about motivation, people think about rah-rah all the time. Yeah. And, and motivation isn't just kind of just like rah-rah-rah. Yeah. It's, it's this thing because what happens, somebody says rah-rah-rah and you leave the room and a lot of people don't move after that. They're like, oh, that was a good, that was a good speech. That was great. That was great. And then they go back to their regular lives. Right? Yeah. Or they forgot what you say. So it's how do you how do you set it up so that it's not just a you should rah 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 let's go 
type of thing, but it's something that connects to people so that they feel ownership yeah. of the situation and they're compelled to move from there. So uh, what, what, what we love to do in organizations is share with leaders how they can use storytelling framework to help people move to action based on the messages that they're sharing. And we do that by sharing, breaking down stories into four main elements. I mean, stories okay. really have four things, context, characters, conflict, and conclusion. Yeah. Okay. Right. And so how do you identify those things and really set it up in a framework in a way that compels people to then move to action because they care about the thing that you're talking about? Yeah. I mean, that comes just down to basic psychology, right? Like how the human mind, human emotions work, how that's all connected together. And really at the end of the day, you know, we're all just screaming for that connection. You know, some of us might not realize it, but if they hear a powerful story that moves them to action, that's uh, very powerful. You've awakened something within them to feel some Mm -hmm. connection. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. So uh, you're focused on real estate this year. Where can people, um, what other industries do you, have you worked with that, that you could tell us an example of? We've done a lot of different things. We've done government industry. We've done government. We've done work with the social security administration. We've done IRS, us census bureau work. Yeah. We've done, we've done compliance work in, in all in those industries, specifically leadership training in, in those industries. We've done work with, uh, we've done work with Barnes and Noble, um, AARP, uh, Panda restaurant group. So we've, we've had some experience in, in some significant organizations. Um, Comscore is one of our clients for people that don't know who Comscore is. You you probably heard of Nielsen. That's their direct competitor. Nielsen does the ratings for, for all of the TV shows and businesses, et cetera. They've done that. They've done it for decades. And so, um, we've done, we've done a lot of work in, in that space. Wow. I would have to think that the government work would be a little different. Yes, (laughs) Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> that's not typical storytelling right there because there's probably a lot of red tape around that. <laughs> well, it, it's 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 there's a lot of red tape. However, the people that work in the government are still people. I'll give right. an example. We were doing something with Social Security and they were having trouble with um, employees doing just enough people. Okay people doing less than what was required. And they did not know how to get their employees to recognize the importance of what was seemingly mundane work. Yeah. And so we're doing this training and I asked the leaders in the room, I said, um, what is it that you guys do exactly? Let's say, well, we, we do stuff in the, in the, in the Medicare area. And I said, okay, so who needs Medicare? They said, well, people above 60 or 65 or whatever. I said, okay, well, do you know anybody above 60 or 65? They laughed. <laughs> and I said, yeah, well, do you? And they said, yeah, well, you know, typically my mother, my grandmother, yeah, a lot of right. us know people above 60 or 65. And I said, okay, do the people that you are on your team, do they have mothers? Do they have people in their families that might be affected by this Medicare that you guys deal with every day? They said, yeah. I said, okay, so um, what would happen if the spreadsheets that you're asking people to do were filled out incorrectly or without detail? Well, that would ultimately lead to a bunch of snowball stuff that would that would cause our Medicare system to be affected. Yeah. Well, isn't that the story that you tell your people? Yeah. Listen, 
the things that you're doing every day, they're not just because I told you. They're not just because I wanted you to, to, to open up a Microsoft document each day. The things that we're doing ultimately affect your grandmother, right. your mother. Yeah. They ultimately affect, pe- affect people that you care about in your family. So yeah. we really leaned back into what's the story behind the work that you do? Yeah. And who does it affect? Very powerful. Like I'm moved. I'm like, where can I help with that spreadsheet? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously. You know, that was great. That's a great example. Who is your ideal customer or ideal client that you would like to work with? Yeah. Well, right now our ideal customer is somebody who is a small business owner who is looking to grow and get greater visibility. They probably have been um, selling their products and they, they're trying to post on social media and do all of these different things, but they're not seeing a lot of traction. So we're looking to help them figure out how they can leverage their personal stories, their business stories, and their brand stories on video to help them gain more visibility, attract their ideal audience, and ultimately generate more income. I love it. I love it. Where can people find you, connect with you, reach out to you? I'm easy to find. I'm Robert Kennedy three on all social media platforms. Uh, in, well, except for TikTok, where I'm just getting onto TikTok. Somebody stole my Robert Kennedy three on TikTok. He's not even active, and they just oh, they, they stole they, they it. Just, oh, that really stinks. no. Well, well, they were there before me. Right, they I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, I'm on TikTok too, and it's you know to manage all the different social media platforms. I mean, it's it's quite it's quite the 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 job. Yeah. You know, that's a separate yeah. job all in itself, but. You know, unfortunately, that's the world we live in. And you you reach yeah. so many different audiences across all of the platforms. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it's, it's easy to find me other, other than TikTok. I'm real Robert Kennedy three on, <laughs> on TikTok. We're going to we're going to be posting more, more content there soon. But Robert Kennedy three on all platforms. My main speaker website is Robert Kennedy three dot com. And if you want to get connected with me in in one of my communities to learn more about how to tell effective stories and how to show up online with confidence and with credibility. Uh, you can join me in the Storytellers Growth Lab by going to storytellersgrowthlab.com. I love it. You guys, I'm gonna put all those links in the show notes. So don't hesitate to reach out to Robert. As you can see, he, he is a lot of fun. He's very, very down to earth and able to connect with him and all of his stories that he tells. So if you're finding uh, an area in your business that you think that would help, that he could help you, he is more than willing to help you. And so what does that look like if someone reaches out to you? Do you have an intro call, like a consult call? So what is just to start the conversation? Yeah, well, we do a quick 15 to 20 minutes discovery call with people. If they are at, at a place where they just need a little bit of a push, we've okay. got courses online that we share with them. We do trainings in our communities as well to help people understand what they need to do. I, you know, people reach out to me via email all the time and time to time, time to time, we do challenges and summits that they can be a part of, and we can then get closer. If they ultimately want some one-on-one coaching, we don't do a lot of one-on-ones, but we do retreats. We're going to be doing a big retreat later this year. And yeah, if people want to, if people want to upgrade their storytelling capability and, and start getting some more money, in your business through your story, then let's do this thing. I love that. Awesome. Uh, So we're about time for us to say goodbye. So before we do, Robert, which has been an absolute pleasure talking with you, it's been a lot of fun in listening to, you know, what you do, what you offer and how important it is to tell a good story to connect 
to your audience, your, you know, your avatar. Um, what is some last words of the wisdom or advice you'd like to leave with the audience today? Well, I'll share with your audience the thing that I share with my audience at the end of some of my talks and at the end of my podcast. A lot of us have things that happen to us in our space. We have things that happen to us in our life. And sometimes we're compelled or we feel led to complain about the things that happen in our lives. But I've learned that things that happen to you in your life are not meant to mess you up. They're not meant to discourage you. Instead, they're feedback. It's not failure. It's feedback. They're lessons learned and they're part of your story. And so at the end of every show, I say everything that happens to you in life is your stuff. Your stuff is your story. Your story deserves a stage. So get on out there and tell it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. Amen to that, Robert. That was amazing. Real quick. What's your podcast? It's the what's my story podcast. Ha ha. Awesome. And I'll put that link in the show, show notes, you guys, Robert, it's been an absolute pleasure. Keep us posted on any new projects or anything yeah. that you'd like to share so we can give the audience an update. Um, so you're welcome to come back anytime. So thank you again for being here. You guys, this is your host, Deanna Redalescu with Label Free Podcasts. So live your best life. You must live label free. Please don't forget to comment, review, share, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And I'll be back soon with more dynamic guests.